0: Welcome to another episode of the Bold, Brilliant and Broke Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the place where creative entrepreneurs build the skills to reach their peak potential by reprogramming their minds and their habits so they can up-level their lives and their businesses. It has taken me a while. Oh damn, what's your smile story now? Bring here, but i created that little sentence for you guys i hope you like it anyway you guys have been tuning in big time over quarantine <laughs> i am so happy that i get to deliver this little bit of positivity and i guess we're future pacing for you this podcast because many of us well, many of you listening are creatives, are freelancers, are independent business owners and aspiring business owners. You may really be feeling that your work right now involves people and, you know, it's not as easy for you to pivot online. I am so glad that you're coming here. Let's bring it and on because able to share I just can't wait to do it. I can't wait to kill it. Exactly, today's episode is <laughs> so really about stepping into the mindset of someone who has a huge business and has a business amount of energy charging life, something like energy. 50 pounds an hour and charging yeah, a thousand pounds an hour because i think when pizza. people think like oh i'm gonna raise my prices get to this settled in in bed get the duvet get a cup of tea get some pens and a notepad listen to this episode and start to take some of the points that me and my guests talk about and see how they could apply into your life like what points in your mind in your thinking are you playing small are you allowing your negative thoughts to really control you and dictate the decisions you're taking now because this life this magical life it's our one and only life it is yours for the taking and I'm really excited to see what you do with it. So in today's episode I'm talking to a really interesting businesswoman. Her name so is Tina Peters. I helps want you to think of it women like this, build right? Life you have to do the with ease, clarity and income. So she is so interesting in this episode, and she really, like, deep dives into the reason why we need to build a business that is aligned with who we are. We really deep dive with what happens when we are working in companies. Ask or in yourself, like, what makes you happy? Because ourselves. more and more from what I've realized and from all the other people more. that i talked to. and what better bloody timing than right now to be thinking about what lights you up and what will you go back to or adversely not go back to once quarantine is over now that's a really interesting question so we're in this episode you'll learn how to prime your brain for success this is something that tony robbins does and i know if you know who he is he's like the godfather of personal development and um self-help so priming your brain is really key. It's you'll learn Switch how to build your, your I statements or I do this into you statements how you on how I can help you of your and yourself, and more confident in what you offer and why your work is valuable and you owning know who you are and showing up in that way so in business, in life, and, in in, life, and in everything. Of course, guys, mm-hmm, it's Like once you once you step your out, you're like, oh, that was that was almost like it was a past memory. I think that's how crystal clear it has to be, and so that's. Don't forget to take a screenshot, share it on Instagram, tag me at Kyra the Bold. And before we jump into this um, episode, I just wanted to tell you about my coaching plan, my coaching program that I'm currently developing. So. Over the last few with weeks and over the last few months... Yeah, I hope that people listening to this at home like, really take in to like, energy that energy To level up, to create the lives of their dreams. And I was doing it just through this weekly podcast alone. I got so much good feedback from you that I knew I was on to something good. And so with this coaching program, I've really stepped that up a notch. This is your chance to get one-on-one loving and time with me your business coach and mentor so so through this program it is my aim and my utmost pleasure to get to the really root causes of your mindset blocks and why you're feeling stuck and why you feel like you can't charge for your worth and why you feel like you can't make the sales in your business that you really want to but not we're not just going to be conceptual it's not just mindset mindset obviously is so important that is going to be matched with the strategy and the know-how on how to reach out to your next clients what your rates should be how should you charge when should you charge it is so delicious and i'm so excited to offer it if this sounds of you interest to you, you need there's something that, that, to that you, I about, uh, at w- w- and, bold, and, and see all the details there. And if you want a test drive and, you know, you think, yeah, I want to see this. Like, I want to chat to Kyra and chat about this program with her. Slide into my DMs on Instagram at Kyra the Bold and let's get cracking. Let's strategize how you can get your next win. And for those that take really fast action, and just want to dive in I have a very very exclusive and very limited timing offer for those that inquire before the 23rd of April the offer will end on the 23rd of April so even if you think you're a little bit interested now is the time to get on board and get your next level up okay or i'm so excited to offer it to you and i'm so excited to coach you and support you through your next win now until then we're gonna dump right in jump right into this episode now with tina lopez without further ado here we go (laughs) Thank you so much for being with us here today.
1: Hello, hello! Thank you so much for having me. It's a beautiful day.
0: <laughs> and you're chatting to us from where?
1: I am talking to you from Illinois, the United States, and more specifically in Chicago.
0: Amazing! So I know a bit about what you do because we connected on the Boss Bay community. I've been following your Instagram and keeping tabs on all the amazing work you're doing. <laughs> Just for people who don't know who you are and who are new to you, what do you do and who do you help?
1: Well, that's a lovely question. So I am a business coach primarily for life and business coaches, and I help them land paying clients without being salesy, pushy, and overwhelmed. So I take them throughout the entire process so that they can make sales in their coaching business.
0: Amazing. (laughs) And When did you realize that this work was important to do? Like, when did you realize that the world needed this kind of coaching?
1: Well, I have always been an entrepreneur myself. And, you know, as I've grown older, I've learned that many people hate their jobs, (laughs) truly. (laughs) I don't know how else to put it. And a lot of times people want that time freedom, that financial freedom. And the thing is, there is no better way than to start your business. And I think the most easy, the easiest way to do that is with coaching. And so um, I really like I'm passionate about serving female entrepreneurs because oftentimes we want to start a business, but there's so many external forces that prevent us or that tell us that we can't. And so I really just wanted to take them on that journey and like say, yes, you can, you can make this, you can make money in your business and you can have that financial and time freedom they've always wanted so that's really near and dear to my heart so that's really important for me
0: I love that and we're gonna deep dive into that but before we get there can you tell us what your life looked like before you started coaching was it something you always knew about where were you did you hate a job what was going on for you, when you
1: so yeah my life is kind of interesting when before I even got into coaching I was an individual I was I always had like a side hustle. If I really think about whether, from the age I was nine, I started selling friendship bracelets, and then I ended up doing a henna business, and then another service business. So I always had something going on, right? And so, kind of before my life that happened, I always fell in love with business, and I always was kept learning, and I kept talking about it. And honestly, if you were my best friend you could basically hear she'd be like oh tina's talking about another topic today or she's telling me this like when i'm super passionate about something it's like you can't get me to shut up like i'll talk about it for on and on yeah and basic. <laughs> and basically when i first met someone who was in the coaching industry i was just like oh my god i guess that's what i do like i'm that person who always feels like i really want to help people and it's coming from a place of giving And I always wanted to help people transition and talk about business because there's so much confusion around business when really there shouldn't be. You should have the tools and knowledge to learn how to get to the financial place that you want to be. And so that's my life was always geared towards helping people. It was always geared specifically towards helping people in business because I love the topics. And from there, I just was like, you know what? There's no better time than now. So I just went full force into it
0: amazing you had this passion and you are, like, yeah I'm totally gonna do this yeah but on your Instagram you have this amazing lovely quote and it's like your vision and your goals are way bigger and way more important than your fears I wonder <laughs> if you could speak to that a bit because I think I spend a lot of time listening and talking to people and I hear them say oh I have this passion I have this dream But, you know, I'm afraid what my friends will say. I'm afraid to leave my job. I'm afraid to put it out there. So how can people make their vision and where they want to go bigger than the circumstances that they're coming up against?
1: You know, there's something that I took a class, um, actually, and they were talking about uh, successful entrepreneurs and CEOs. And they all asked, like, what does it take for them to get to the place that they are? And so a lot of them, they they do something called mental models. And mental models, in my opinion, is basically like visualization. And basically, on that visualization piece, if you want to achieve whatever your goals may be, you have to be very specific and clear on what your vision is. Like, what are you doing? Who is it that you're serving? How does your house look like? Where are you stepping into, whether it be in the house or in your room, like, what are you doing throughout the day? It has to be so crystal clear to the point that you can literally step into it and it's like once you once you step out, you're like, oh, that was that was almost as if it was a past memory type of thing. That's how crystal clear it has to be. And so that's very powerful because if you subconsciously prime your brain to tell itself like, okay, I'm gonna visualize this piece. I'm gonna like imagine myself doing this and doing that, and I'm gonna accomplish everything I want to accomplish and not worry about the fears, if you imagine that, then I promise you, because you subconsciously primed it, every opportunity that passes across you, you're going to see more in depth because you plan to see it. As opposed to you telling yourself, oh, I have these fears, I'm not worthy, or I can't do this, I can do, etc." Like, if you tell yourself these things, then those things will happen. So, if you, like, if you were, like, to talk to me, like, personally, like, on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like <now>. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I'm very conscious of, like, what I say. For example, I never say I try. Because if I say I try, that has room for failure. If I truly want to do something, I say I will do it. And so, in terms of, like, fears that come up. We can always say that there's never going to be enough time, that there's never going to be enough money, that there's never going to be enough of X, right? But I challenge you and I ask you, like, when is there going to be enough time? How how long is it going to take for you to stay stuck? Because if you were to put a price on staying stuck and staying unhappy, that is a more expensive price than any opportunity that comes your way. And so it's really thinking of it like this, like who, what do you want to do and what do you want to accomplish? And one of my coaches, um, Latisse Hudson, she actually told me, she's like, this is not your practice life. Like this truly is not your practice life. Like if you want to accomplish something, you have to make it possible and you have to put opportunities in your place in order for that to happen. And in order for you to reach that mental model, that vision, so that you can make that pathway towards it, because, Staying stuck is not a solution. Only taking action is what's going to take true change throughout your life.
0: I love that. I was literally nodding away like, oh my (laughs) God, like I'm going to be able to be taking notes on this. Yes, What you said about like making your vision and like overcoming those hurdles because I think sometimes we can look at other people and think that they have it all figured out or like it was easy for them to make that business because they have XYZ privilege. Mm-hmm. But I think what I'm discovering more and more in my own journey that it's like everyone has their set of hurdles and they might look different to, you know, the person next to you, the person behind you, but everyone has to overcome these hurdles and sometimes when we are focusing on our fears we think that, that, that those fears are just belong to us and it's just you know just only us
1: and that's uh sorry and that's something I wanted to mention is that oftentimes we tell ourselves a narrative that no longer serves us so it's making sure to know that whatever we are telling us serves us in the best way possible and so that's something that I've learned and one thing that I know is that entrepreneurship is a very very difficult road. It is an amazing road, but there will be challenges and you have to remind yourself that your vision is much, your mission actually, your mission to serve or whatever you're doing is much greater in life than whatever things are currently happening now. Usually what I like to tell myself is, okay, five years from now, is Tina going to be worrying about what she's worrying about now? Most likely not. So if she's not going to be worrying about what she's worrying about now, then there's no reason for me to worry but to keep pushing forward
0: totally I love that I love (laughs) that way of thinking so you help people build businesses when Mm -hmm. people realize that their nine-to-five jobs aren't satisfying them and they aren't happy what do you think are the most common mindset blocks that kind of start to come up for people when they're you know they have a nine-to-five job and they're kind of just starting or they're just touching on something else that they want to do
1: so some of those things can. Uh, so uh, some of the things that often come up is like, usually it's a lot of money blocks. Actually, oftentimes they say like, I don't know if I can charge this price, or I don't know if I can do this, and so more specifically from because I primarily work with women and this is just something that I've experienced not only have I experienced with myself and with clients but oftentimes as women we tell ourselves we're not deserving we're not deserving of success and I was listening to this podcast as well and it was talking about money mindset and it was like she asked the question and she's like do you want it like do you want x and we're like yes And then the next question is, are you deserving of it? Mm -hmm. And so when we ask ourselves, when we want something, we like to associate our worth with our prices. And one thing that I always tell my clients, I'm like, you as an individual are priceless. You cannot put a number on you whatsoever. However, you can put a number on the results that you provide. That is the difference. Because if we associate ourselves With numbers, we put a worth on ourselves that is in dollars when we shouldn't be, because we are something that you can't you can't pay for happiness. You can't pay for yourself. Like you have to basically know that you are priceless and that you are someone that can change people's lives. And so, in terms of what I see when people like are transitioning from the nine to five, it's this question of worthiness, and there's a lot of confusion. And there's a lot of like loss in terms of like, they don't know what to do. They don't know how to do it. And so the thing is, is knowing that you're going to put opportunities in front of you is what's going to help you set up for success. Because if you kept saying, I want to achieve this, I feel like we've all said, this, like, oh, I want to do this. Right. But then I ask you, I'm like, okay, when? Like, give me a time, a date. And I literally sit down with them. I'm like, when's the deadline? When is the time that you're going to get it done? And so if we don't put a time or date on things, we can keep saying like, oh, I wanted to do this. I'm going to do this. But we never actually do it because we never have the accountability to do it, if that makes sense.
0: <laughs> totally. I loved what you said about the pricing. And I know this because I've been spending a lot of time on in your Instagram that you actually help your clients land four figure clients consistently Mm -hmm. I would love to know what you think the mindset difference is just for everyone listening because I get actually a lot of questions about like how to price yourself like does it matter about what like you know Tom is pricing himself like what do I do I compare myself to Sally who's this price what is the mindset difference between someone who can charge an amount that's four figures and someone who is very afraid maybe they're not even making the offer what do you think is the mindset thing do you think it's just the worthiness or is there like another piece at play there
1: there is a level of the worthiness and then you have to consider the business aspect right so the reason why i'm so bent on the four figures is because i truly want you, like oftentimes a lot of people come to me and they say, okay, I want this to be a full-time business. I want to make a full-time income. Well, if you want to make a full-time income, you can't be charging $50 an hour, $20 an hour. Like I, I, I really, I really like legitimately look at it. I'm like, well, you have to cover your expenses plus taxes, right? So I don't know how it is in London, but like you have to, there's so much running a business is more than just like, yeah, you're making money, but like you have to cover your expenses and you have to cover your time because your cost is actually time. And so in terms of the mindset, I think it's really just getting very clarity on back to that mental model, back to that vision. What do you want? Is the six figure you still going to be charging $20 an hour? most likely not so is the six figure you going to be charging four figures to get to six figures hell yeah so if you really think about it and i just do it from like a cost breakdown we're going to talk about numbers here but like the average rent in america from what i've researched is twelve hundred dollars right it takes as just as much time and energy to get a low ticket client. Similarly as to a high-ticket client, it takes the same amount of energy. So if it takes that same amount of energy, you might as well just sign a high-ticket client and be able to cover all of your assets and all your expenses for you to live a life that is truly of freedom. Because if you are trying to get, like say, like a thousand dollars at a hundred dollars hour, you need ten clients. That takes way too much energy, and you didn't I mean, like from a from a client perspective, like, I would want to work with someone who works with one or two clients a month, because I know that I can have her full dedication and time, rather than someone who has so many clients that she doesn't know, like, I don't feel like I'm getting any attention. So it's, it's, it's a mindset difference. But I really want you to know that there really is no difference from me, from you, from Elon Musk, from Steve jobs like there is no difference the only difference is that we all have 24 hours in a day how our priority is going to help us get to where we want
0: totally I love that could you speak a bit more to like the energy part like how is it that you can spend the same amount of energy charging something like 50 pounds an hour and charging a thousand pounds an hour because I think when people think like oh I'm going to raise my prices to this much they're like yeah, but then i will have to do this and add this and add this and all this kind of stuff. What do you, could you just go deeper in the energy part?
1: So in regards to the energy, I want you to think of it like this, right? You have to do the prospecting. You have to do the necessary tools in order to land a client. Landing a client takes a lot of energy in the sense of it takes a lot of work, right? Right. So you need to be compensated for the work that you are doing to get that client in regards to energy. Oftentimes what happens is that we come from a place where, especially in the beginning of our business, we have a lot of desperate energy where we're just like, I just want to land a client. I just want to do this. But the thing is you're going to have more desperate energy. If you're trying to cover, get 10 clients, rather than you trying to get one client and charge at a higher price because if you were to charge for one client at a high enough price then your energy doesn't have to be as desperate or doesn't require a lot of time and energy to get one client comparatively to 10 clients but you could be making the same income and so in regards to energy it's like you have to show up like no one got successful in their business by not showing up so taking that consistency taking it with a positive energy because what happens I feel like the reason why 80% of businesses fail within the first year is because they're not used to doing the work when it's much easier to get paid from nine to five because you're only working 40 hour week weeks work weeks as opposed to you having to earn that money you having to go get that money it takes a lot more time and work to get it so if It's really about, like, you have to show up, be consistent, and make sure that at the end of the day, like, you are here to not only serve yourself, but to serve the individuals that you will impact with your success.
0: Yeah, I hope that people listening to this at home like really take in like that <laughs> energy part because it's so easy to say, "Oh yeah, like fine, I'm going to charge a thousand pounds." It's definitely a different story to go out and do it. So I hope that we're all like taking note to
1: mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
0: this gospel.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> so. You touched on something really important there when you said about like the desperate energy, like running from one client to another and like moving around. And I know that some of your work, you help people create businesses where they're getting aligned. And I think some of us, we start businesses and we're like, okay, like I'm going to do graphic design and we do what we think works. We don't actually operate in a way that is optimal to who we are as people or to the lifestyle that we want. What do you think is the process of finding that alignment in your business
1: so one thing I say with entrepreneurship is that you have to truly have a passion for what you're doing and that passion is going to speak to your alignment and how you show up if you don't have passion you or alignment you're not going to show up when truly things get shitty and so Going back to that vision of like, what is your vision? If you have to make it, that's why I said in the beginning, you have to make it so crystal clear that everything that you do in terms of getting there is in lined with that vision. So it's first in terms of the process. I like to think about it like this. It's the vision and then it's the steps and then it's your alignment that brings those steps together towards that vision, right? So in regards on to how to be aligned, you almost have to ask yourself, like, what makes you happy? Because more and more from what I've realized and from all the other people that I've talked to is that money is great, but that money does not truly bring you happiness. You can, a millionaire can be just as sad as someone who, as opposed to someone who doesn't have much money, but can be the happiest person in the world, right? So it's going back to like, what is your purpose? Like my purpose personally is to have entrepreneurship be a third option. Because oftentimes there's that traditional like go to college, have a nine to five job and work 40 hour work weeks. Like screw that. Like I don't want that. And I'm sure there are tons of people who resonate with me where it feels as if there is no other option, but that. And so my mission and my vision is to have entrepreneurship be a third option. And that is what drives me. Like money, like, yeah, I know that will come. But if I don't have an internal drive that's pushing me towards my mission, like my mission is greater than whatever turmoil I'm having now, then that's what's going to keep me on my path. That's what's going to keep me aligned. And in terms of like structurally, like how do you be aligned? I think is the question yeah. I try to answer. <laughs> is <laughs> no because I, I love like structural like asking like okay what's this and I tend to go off tangents and I want to go like okay what's the point and so or directions and so in terms of how to be aligned let me think so you have to identify what is it that you want and you have to identify who is it that you serve and how can you bring the two together how can you bring your love for what you do to the individuals that you want to serve and bring that together and how can you find intrinsic what i mean by intrinsic is internal value that makes you come back to it no matter the shitty moments no matter whatever happens like what makes you come back to it is what really helps you feel aligned
0: and also what I love doing when I'm trying to like work on this because I think it's a process that continually happens that you kind of like overcome a barrier and there's another like getting into alignment piece and I love to ask myself why five times and usually when I do that like I can get to the root cause of why I want something or why I'm maybe thinking negatively about something and it's usually like all inside me like and I think it's so cheesy like when you hear people being like oh everything you need for success is inside you but I've actually come to Find that it is kind of true like it's like this process of letting go and like knowing becoming more of yourself and becoming more unapologetic in owning Mm -hmm. who you are and showing up in that way in business in life and in everything
1: Mm -hmm. absolutely and it really is because (laughs) so I was talking to someone and I was like "The, the individuals that are entrepreneurs and that are um, CEOs and successful and things like that they' are the most confident person confident people that I usually meet because it's almost like you have to be a little bit cocky um I don't know I don't know how else to put that but because like it's almost like we are so bent <laughs> I'm like yeah I can do that we're so confident in our skills to the point that we almost like we don't care whatever happens or whatever obstacles happen because we're so true to ourselves and at the end of the day it's really going to take ourselves to get there and i think like entrepreneurship is really like a test of it's not only a test of business but it's a test of you mm. can you keep going can you keep doing and the thing is you are successful because you can and because you will
0: yeah i ah yeah i love that <laughs> one of my mentors james wedmore he was um speaking recently and saying how Like, what happened to you last month? Like, what are the results that you had last month? And he was like, every result that you had, whether it's good or bad, that's a reflection of how you showed up. Like, did you show up with courage? Did you show up with determination? Or were you procrastinating? Were you hiding? It's all like a reflection of how you show up. And it's true what you say about, like, it's not that suddenly you're going to own your own business and life is going to be rosy. It's not suddenly that you're going to start Working on yourself and like creating a vision, and everything's just going to slot into place. It's that knowing that no matter what happens, you will always have your own back and you will always find the skills and the ways and the how to's to like Mm -hmm. overcome those kind of turmoils or those problems or those hurdles. So it doesn't even become a question of like, oh, but what if this bad thing happens? It's more like, when's it going to happen? And let's bring it on because I just can't wait to do it. I can't wait to kill it.
1: Exactly. I love that.
0: (laughs) So I'd love to know, what is your relationship with money? Like your personal relationship? Has it changed over the years from when you first started? What's your money story now?
1: (laughs) So that's interesting. Um, So my background is I'm half Guatemalan and I'm half Chinese. And um, I'm just going to say my background... (laughs) And this may be stereotypical, but I'm very frugal, like, especially me being Asian growing up, like me and my mom, we always went to Target and dollar section. We always did that, right? And so, basically, when I grew up, I always learned that money was great, but you always had to save, or that you always had to distinguish was this a need or was this a want. And so, I learned that from a very early age. And so, my background actually is in finance. So I have a background in finance. And what I've learned is that money is a tool. It truly is cash, credit, debt. like It is a tool to fund your business. It is a tool to help you get to X goals. Because if you want to impact the world, if you want to change your life, you need money. And that's really like the currency. Like, at the end of the day, I also tell myself, I'm like, money is almost an energy exchange. Like, think about it. Like, when you are signing your first clients, like, you are trading energy. And that energy is money. And that money symbolizes that you are going to show up for their clients. And that client is going to show up for you, right? And so, in regards to my money story, I've always in the beginning when I was younger, I've always been like, okay, I got to save, I got to do this, I got to do that. And to an extent that I still have that now, but I'm also look at it. I look at it. I look at money as I'm like, okay, it's the thing that I want to buy. Is it not only a need or a want, but is it an investment or is it a cost? And costs are things that produce no money costs are things that are depreciating assets. Like for example, and people may uh, they disagree with me in this, but like, for example, an iPhone, the new iPhone 11 Pro, that's a cost because it decreases like almost a half its value within a year, right? That is the cost and that is a depreciating asset. However, is mentorship, is me buying another investment property or is me buying something like that? Is that an investment, an investment being, it's going to truly make me more money or is it going to truly help me get to where I want to go? And if that, if that does say like, yeah, it's going to help me get there, then that's where I'm going to choose. That's where I'm going to go. And I don't care necessarily how much it costs. I just care about the value behind it, especially when you're starting your coaching business with like pricing, they're like, oh, I don't know if I can charge this much. I don't know if I can do this. But the thing is, it's like, it's not necessarily your pricing or your offer. It's what is the value that you're providing to your clients? Because people buy value. Like, think of it like a Louis Vuitton purse, right? That purse is like, is X dollars. It is within the four figure amount, but it has so much value to us that we take care of it. We make sure nobody touches it, <laughs> as opposed to, <laughs> as opposed to like a $5 purse you got at a department store. Like, we don't care about that. So the thing is, you have to identify what is it that you're truly getting out of the things that you're spending? Is it helping you get to your goals? In regards to, like, my money story now, I just, like, look at truly as that. Like, is it going to help me there? If it's not, then it doesn't serve me. If it is, then tell me more about it. Like, I would love to know how I can get there and how is that value going to impact my life? So that's kind of, like, my rough
0: story of my money story. (laughs) So many bits of that I relate to that, like, so much. Mm -hmm. I think... My gran was a huge saver in my family. So my family is Jamaican and mm-hmm. my gran was the huge saver. But my mum, because of she grew up with my gran, was completely the opposite and loved to spend on things that now looking at it as an adult were like just a cost. Mm-hmm. Um and but what I also learned from my mum is I found it like really difficult to receive money and to receive help from others. So I'd love to know is this something that you see your your clients struggle with especially being a woman and especially how entrepreneurship it really requires you to own who you are and to own your value as you just said so I would love to know what you think makes someone a good receiver like how can someone become a good receiver of money a good receiver of energy
1: so basically a good receiver of money and energy goes back to who is it that you serve and what is the transformation that you provide especially with my clients or anyone who wants to start their coaching business or any business, what is the transformation that your product or service is going to help them get there? And almost in a way, how is it going to help them with their pain? Because people run faster away from pain than they do pleasure. People want to find solutions to their pain. And I know this may seem kind of like, weird for me to say but like think of it like this like when you're on customer service right you call a customer service representative you spend five hours and you just want a solution like truly that has been me I don't like it and not many people (laughs) like it either right people just want solutions and the thing is you have to tell them that solution like hey i can help you get there because we will do this or i can help you get there because my previous clients have got there and so it's almost like saying like you this is a little bit of sales sales psychology but you have to sell them what they want but tell them what they need to hear because yeah you can be wanting to make six figures you can be wanting to go ahead and be a millionaire by the time you're 25 but that's me telling you what you want, me telling you your vision, right? You want that. But when I tell you what you need, I'm like, you need to have that money mindset. You need to make sure that you are in place. Like you need to make sure that you have the proper tools to get there. Like no one got successful in their business by investing $0. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I've learned is that it takes money to make money. And truly on like how to receive that energy, how to receive that money, you really just have to go back to nurturing the relationships. And this is something that I teach my clients is that like people don't buy sales techniques. People don't buy sales techniques. People buy value and people buy relationships. So if you are not consistently creating relationships with your ideal clients, if you are not nurturing them or helping them truly coming from a place of giving and not taking, because oftentimes, whenever people like cold message or things like that, they, they are coming from a place like long form messages. They're like, oh, I can help you do this. I can help you do that. But the thing is, we as individuals, as an entrepreneur, we always like to say what we can do. Like, oh, I, I'm a business coach. I can help you land four figure clients. But the thing is, when you are talking to your clients, they don't care who you are. They care about what you can do for them. Yeah, truly. So if I can give a tip on like how to land more sales is switch your I statements or I do this into you statements on how I can help you. And by telling them how you can help them, you are going to provide value and position yourself as that expert authority because they're like, oh, yeah, like she does know what I'm talking about. She does know that I need this and she does know that she can help me with X goals and so in terms of like my top three things it's like change your i statements into you statements position yourself from a place as put uh as an expert authority with the value that you are providing and lastly make sure that you show up consistently because if you are starting your business and then for example like you have less than 100 followers and you're just like i'm not getting tracking traction on my post so i'm not going to post today or i'm not going to show up then how the hell do you think that they're gonna pay you if you can't show up on social media. If you can't show up for your business, what does that mean when they take you when they when you take them as a client? Are you gonna show up for them? I don't know because you haven't been showing up for your business for the past week. That's really what it boils down to in my opinion.
0: That's some tough love and some like lessons yeah. that we really needed to hear
1: there. <laughs> yes, I'm all about tough love and I, I'm not I'm a no BS coach if you really know me. <laughs> Like, I, I tell my clients, I'm like, you know, I'm telling you this tough love, but I want you to know, like, it's all with love, truly, like, I don't want you to fail. I'm telling you this because I want you to succeed. And that's part of being a coach. You got to tell the tough love, you got to tell the stuff that may not, you may not want to hear, but also know that it's because we love you that we tell you these things.
0: Totally. And that's what really like the difference of like getting a coach and like you just doing it yourself because a lot of times you're just like believing your own stories. And you said this earlier in your conversation, like, are you just believing your own stories? You need someone to hold you accountable and to really like point out when you are believing your own stories. So I'd like to thank you so much for coming on the show. You've dropped some amazing bombs and yeah, I hope people listening at home, like the notebooks are like, just literally on fire i'd love to know is there any sort of thoughts that you would like to leave the guests with today
1: i would like to tell you guys that look i get it entrepreneurship can be a difficult road road ahead of you it's it almost feels as if sometimes you don't know like is your vision on point am i doing the right things it can be very confusing but i want you to know That at the bottom of my heart, your vision, your mission is much greater than the turmoil. Truly, everything that happens to you is meant for a reason. If things are not working out, then you have to know that the universe is telling you like, okay, that may not work out, but I have bigger plans for you. To know that you have bigger plans and to tell yourself that you are worthy, that you can accomplish, and that you will accomplish because you are set out to do so. And that's really what I would leave off with. <laughs> My heart
0: was so full. <laughs> How can people find you?
1: Yeah, so you can friend request me on Facebook. It's Tina Lopez. Um there's a lot of Tina Lopez's out there, but I'm pretty sure you find me. You'll, you'll see like a cover photo that says business coach. Um and then on Instagram you can also find me on Tina Lopez Coaching. And so it's very simple to the point. My name is Tina Lopez Coaching. And then that's my two main platforms that you can find me. So, friend request me, follow me. I'd love to see your journey and to chat with you guys.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much, Tina. And for the listeners at home, make sure you drop her a message if you've connected with this and if you've loved this, because she's given us her time today, which I'm just so grateful that she did. Okay. <laughs> So thank you so much. Until next time. <laughs> That's all for today, folks. Thank you so much for listening. And if you loved, loved, loved this episode, there's so many key gems in there. Make sure you slide into my DMs on Instagram at Kyra the Bold and let me you loved and what your key takeaways are it really helps me create the kind of content that is gonna inspire you empower you and motivate you to be the best your best self and don't forget if you love the podcast and you're a big fan please rate and review the podcast on itunes it just takes a few seconds and it just really helps me spread the message of the podcast to people like you and to others all over the world thank you so much see you next time